When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, Steeler Nation? I am JY, and we are back with another episode of the Chris Wormley and Friends Show with Michael Nicastro. How are you today? I'm good. I'm hungry now because I just saw pizza on the back of your TV screen, and now we got big oh, warm highlights going on. Uh, but both of those very appetizing pizza and big warm highlights to make anybody happy. Yeah, definitely. So we're going to break down and get ready for the Jets uh, you know, it's a one and oh mindset and uh, just got to take it uh, week by week. So, Sammy, let's roll that. The Chris Wormley and Friends show. Let's get it. All right, let's bring in the man himself, Mr. Ann Arbor, Toledo Zone, Christopher Wormley. I don't know your middle name, but uh, maybe by the end of the season, we'll play a game and we'll figure it out. How right, we'll, we'll keep we'll keep that a secret until then. <laughs> but man, every time it's the, the what, third week of the podcast for this season and uh, the yeah. intro gets me pumped up every time. So yeah, uh, I mean, it's, always, it's always exciting to see that. Thank you, Sammy. You're the man. Um, so we're, we're kind of just going to jump into things. Obviously, you had some time off now to rest. Um, you know, we'll talk about the loss. But uh, just first off and foremost, how are you feeling? I'm good. Obviously, um, you know, the game was Thursday, so it's almost a week yeah. a week uh, past. And, you know, we had time to watch the film extensively as a group. And I've watched it two or three times now by myself. And uh, it uh, it sucks to lose. It sucks to lose a divisional opponent like we talked about last uh, last week. Um, it really came down to those weighty plays. Um, and, and we knew that as a defense, we had to stop Nick Chubb. We, I came in here, sat with you guys last week and said, the keys to success is, is to stop Nick Chubb. And I think he had 113 yards or something like that. And 170 yards, uh, of total rushing yards for, as, as for the Browns offense. So, um, anytime we let up that type of, um, rushing attack, um, it's, it's not going to be good for your defense. Yeah, definitely. So. Obviously, it's a, you know, as I stated before, it's like a one and oh mindset. You got to take it week by week. You got to put the loss behind you. Uh, what's the current room in the locker room? I mean, you guys are professionals and I know that, you know, you're just working towards another win. But what what's the current vibe? Yeah, the current vibe is is that we're, we're going to work each and every day and we're looking to win. Um, we got a, a great opponent um, in, in the Jets coming in on Sunday and we're looking to get a W. Um, you know, it's funny. I was, you know. I was, I was at Nordstrom this, this morning or this afternoon and, you know, I've, I've gotten to know some of the, the workers there and stuff like that over the last couple of years. And, you know, they want to talk ball. They want to ask about the team. They want to know what's going on. And I'm like, man, the Steelers, you know, the Inzers, the, the Steeler nation, the, the, the fans are, are diehards. Right. And I think they want, they want to have success just as badly as we do. Um, and, and sometimes they can be a little impatient. And uh, I, I, you know, I just told them, you know, it's a long season. We have 14 more games left 
and um, we can start that right track and get on the right track again by beating the Jets on Sunday. Yeah, I think it's easy to uh, sit on the couch with your remote and, and critique while you're sitting under a blanket and you guys are out there putting it all on the field. <laughs> so we definitely, I know from a fan's perspective and, you know, just from me uh, knowing you, I, you know, win or lose, man, you, it, it's great, man. It's Steelers football. Mike? Yeah, you don't have to throw us under the bus like that, Jordan. We're the guys on the couch with the remote controls. And shout out Nordstrom Rack. Is that is that Ross Park Mall? Ross Park Mall, baby, Nordstrom. It's the only store I go to at the mall, and I, I try and get in and get out. But, uh, you know, like I said, the guys there are great, but sometimes they have, you know, at least especially, you know, fans walking through, they, they, got, they have their own opinions about ball and whatnot, so. Yeah, of course. Always it's Pittsburgh and that's what makes this a great football town naturally. Absolutely. Good good food court there too, by the way. Gotta throw that out there. Uh let's talk a little bit about the game once more. Obviously, it's certainly in the rearview mirror by now as it's been ten days. But I want to talk about the offense. I know what everybody says. You know, you win and lose as a collective unit naturally. You guys weren't happy, of course, with the ability to stop the run, but it's quite clear that the offense is frustrated. There are some growing pains currently. How do you guys as a defense continue to lift them up, continue to encourage them and stay positive? Uh, I mean, we're a team, right? We win as a team, we lose as a team. And I think um, the offense, especially the offensive line, had their best game last week. And it was really um, exciting to see Najee break some of those runs. Him and Jalen um, are they're going to be guys due for for, for for the future. Um, so in the offensive line, you know, we had, I think, three, you know, three new starters this year. Um, with Chooks and, and, and Big Dan coming back and Dan only being in his second year, there's a lot of, of, of growing to do and a lot of chemistry building that has to take place. And I think through this third game, this is the best that they've looked as far as you know, putting hands on people, moving them, um, especially with those double teams, moving guys out of space and getting to the next level with their combo blocks. I think um, if you're a fan of, of, of Steelers football and especially as, as, as a team, you're really excited about the direction that the offensive line is going. And um, I think it really showed – uh, uh, on 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 Thursday, but obviously we want to score more points. Obviously, um, we want to um, you know win games, and I think for the time being, especially when the offense is still trying to you know, like I said, put more points on, it's going to come down to us as a defense to to make those stops. And like I said, with with Chubb and Hunt and those guys in the backfield, we we couldn't get it done. And and until we can um, you know, come together, I think, as a whole entire team and, and be able to play as one, we're going to we're going to keep losing games, which is going to which which sucks. Um, but there's going to be times where the offense is going to have to pick us up and there's going to be times when uh, the defense is going to have to pick the offense up and vice versa. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm not writing us off yet. It's like I said, it's only the third, the fourth week of the season. And we have a hell of a lot of games left to, to play and to prove that that we're a, a contender. Yeah, no doubt about it. I agree. Mike Tomlin spoke glowingly about the offensive line. Uh, today and of course the progress of Mitch Trubisky once again a guy who's only three games in with a new team I think a lot of people forget about that occasionally you mentioned you know putting a lot of blame on the defensive side of the ball I want to bring up something that's not necessarily going to be fun but who knows how the heck impactful it really is we talked about your buddy Tyson Alulu a little bit last week not sure if you had the chance to see it today Twitter in an uproar naturally uh, he was demoted on the depth chart behind Montrevious Adams what does that mean to you? What does it mean to him? Or is everybody overreacting? Uh, this, that's actually, honestly the first time I've heard of it. Uh, and, breaking um, news. Yeah, I don't, yeah, breaking news to me. So um, I think Tyson's a, a professional. He's been in the league. This is his 13th year. And I think, you know, we've, we've had a great rotation the last three games. And whether Matravius is listed as a starter or not, um, obviously that's a, 
on Mike T and our D-line coach's decision. But um, I think, you know, Tyson's going to work his butt off no matter if he's, um, you know, getting six snaps or getting 106 snaps. So Tyson's, like I said, is a pro's pro. And I know he's going to work his butt off to, to continue to contribute to the team. Yeah, I mean, obviously, us as spectators and analysts as well have seen how often you guys have rotated at the defensive line and important to keep as many bodies like you fresh naturally uh, down this, uh, you know, we're not at the home stretch yet, but we saw what happened last year, of course. So uh, integral, no question about it. Akilo and Minka are a little banged up, Worm. Uh, not sure how familiar you are with that, but have you had a chance to catch up with them, see them in the locker room? Uh, no, I haven't. You know, we've been off the last couple of days, which has been nice. Um, and really got to get our bodies back. And I'm, you know, I'm, I know Minka and, and, and Spoon are going to be working their butts off to get back on the, to get back on the field. Um, but yeah, if, and if they're not in, we're, we're going to, you know, kind of next man up mentality. I know, I know Levi's had a, a great three games for us. He's made some big plays, especially in that, um, in the Bengals game, that first game, he had a, a huge breakup or, uh, you know, stopped, uh, um, what's the guy's name? That's really good. And in, in Cincy, the receiver, Chase? Jamar Chase. Yeah, Chase, yeah. he stopped him at the one-yard line instead of scoring a touchdown. Um, so, yeah, I think there's, you know, those guys that are looking to, to make some plays, and I know that they're going to be looking to uh, to get healthy. Most definitely. So uh, <clears throat> let's uh, shift focus and uh, preview the Jets a little bit. And I feel like I asked you this last season, this is like the undire question, but do you feel that this is a must-win game just to kind of just, you know, get your identity back and get, you know, like you said, football is a team sport. It doesn't matter offense, defense, special teams, um, you know, just win the game. doesn't matter. No style points, as Tomlin would say. Yeah, every week's a must-win or a must -win game. Um, especially this week, I got I got four buddies coming in town from New York that are that are Jets nice. fans. So, so another little, three little, little, three, three sack game, three sack to, game uh, coming. Yeah, a little more incentive for me to uh, to, to get the dub this week. But it, it, no matter who the opponent is, no matter what week it is, no matter what re our record is, we're, we're looking to win, and, and it's a must win in that aspect. Um, obviously, we don't want to go one and three. That's what we started last year, and um, you know, starting being two and two is a whole lot better than being one and three, especially in the division that we're in. <laughs> Um, and, uh, you know, like I said, we're just looking to get a W and no matter who the opponent is, we're looking to win. Yeah. So watching the jets on tape, um, this week, what are, what are some things that you guys think you can prepare for and, uh, how you see it panning out on the field? Yeah, I think, uh, I think Wilson might be back. I've been seeing some things on that and I was really hoping to, to play my old teammate Flacco. You know, yeah. I, th I think he is, is still elite. Still, still going, that, man. You're jumping the worm association gun. Oh, you're, jumping, you're jumping the gun. No, man. I, but um, you know, I think Zach Wilson has a lot of uh, a lot of talent. You know, a second year guy. Um, you know, he likes to get after the Cougars. It seems like in his in his free time. And, uh, <laughs> and literally, uh, he's a BYU Cougar yeah. too. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, no, they they have a solid a solid offensive line. Lincoln Thomason is uh, has been around for a while and has played a lot of good ball. He's a new addition this uh, this year for them, so uh, I'm looking forward to the the um, the matchups this week against the offensive line. And I know they have some young players on defense, Quinn and Williams, uh, Sauce Gardner, that are that are looking to continue to cement themselves as 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 the young talent and the up and coming guys on the defensive side of the ball. So it's gonna be a great matchup for for all all three phases of the game, and we're looking forward to it. Here's what I'm hoping for, and I'm I I want the scoop next Tuesday if we get it. I'm hoping you can sack Zach Wilson if, in fact, he is in there. And I'm hoping he says, I'm a big fan of the Chris Wormley show, and I heard you say what you said. 
about me liking cougars. Yeah. I mean, he'll probably be proud of it. He'll probably wear it on his chest. But that that is absolutely tremendous stuff. Uh, let's move to some more tremendous stuff. Anello, Sammy, what do you say we get into some worm association? All right, you stole my first one. I was yeah. going to ask you about Mr. E-L-I-T-E, uh, the Super Bowl champion, Joe Flacco. Who knows? Uh, I don't know if Zach Wilson 1,000% is going to play, but I will move on down the list. I'm actually going to switch gears completely. I'm going to go with, instead of backup quarterback on the Ravens, another backup quarterback on the Steelers. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out Kenny Pickett. Uh, I think you guys saw what he could do in the preseason, right? He... Um... He showed flashes that he was the reason why he was the number one quarterback taken in the draft. Um, and I think he is, you know, working his butt off every single day to not only um, be a great backup to Mitch, but but to take over eventually when when, when the time is right for him. Um, I know he has a lot of learning to do, and I think um, the, the opportunity for him is, is going to come eventually, whether it's this year, next year, two years down the road, however long. Um, I know he's going to be prepared, and I know he's going to continue to work his butt off until then. No question about it. Well said. All right, let's talk about something that I think may be able to juice up the defense a little more once again, uh, you know, heading into a big game. It's not a player. It's not a coach. It's Renegade. Yeah, that's that's the song. I I I think I read an article maybe right before the season started that some statistics the song and whatever for us and all that stuff and um there there were some good some good numbers on it um but yeah it gets not only us pumped up but it gets the crowd and and an accurate stadium uh going which is which is exciting obviously against uh the patriots it didn't work out in our favor when they when they played it but uh, we're definitely excited for that to be playing towards the end of the game jordan i mean we miss it man can you sing it for us I'm. I'm not gonna do that. I can, can rap, rap it I'm for us. No, nah, I was gonna maybe. say you're, you're 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 the only musical artist. On, yeah, on I'm, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let him do you. that. Yeah, I have a Steeler song, but Worm Worm called me out and said that I didn't include him in it. So doing this, the Worm, the we have to do a remix. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Steelers polka. You no, that the one. Polka. That's a classic. That's a classic. <laughs> All right, I tried my best, Worm. All right, let's move on to a guy, another guy who is just proving himself in this league, man. I'm sure you're, you're excited to talk glowingly about him. Tell me about Jalen Warren, a guy you go up against in practice on the other side of the trenches. Yeah, I mean, he an undrafted guy, and um, this camp he really showed that he belongs to to be in the NFL, that he that he that he needs to be here. And I think um, he's a great, uh, you know, second pace back to to Najee. And I'm excited to see him continue to flourish and continue to get his role extended on the offense. Um, he hits the hole hard. Very rarely does he go down with one 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 tackle, one person. Um, it's going to take multiple people to take him down. And um, like I said, I'm just really excited for him to continue to to learn and grow and, and continue to be that hard running back that um, that we've seen the first couple of weeks. No doubt about it. Jordan, I think we had a, a switch, unfortunately. I was going to have you turn around and point out what you were watching on TV which was yeah, Chris Wormley in the beginning Michigan but, highlights. Yes, it was 2016 Chris Wormley highlights um, just to get pumped up for the show. But this is <laughs> I guess this is the Super Bowl now. It looks like the Steelers Cardinals Super Bowl now because yeah. I was going to throw it to that. But it's still a very natural transition because yes. we didn't get a lot of big blue in the last show. No. And yeah. you know what? I had somebody reach out to me. I'm not even going to lie to you. I had somebody say, 
where was the Michigan talk? I think we did it all 17 weeks last week. Yeah, and yeah. for some reason, we we skipped it last week. Warren. Um, I didn't give Maryland enough love, and they almost came through and, and gave you guys quite did. a fight. So let's do that now. I'm going to add additional time to Michigan because of that. First real fight of the year. Maryland, tough game. You guys come out with the victory. Get any chance to watch any of it? I know you had uh, some time there, obviously, after a Thursday game. Yeah, I got to watch most of the fourth quarter, and yeah, it was it was their first real, I guess, opponent of the year. Um, Maryland had some good players on on uh, on both sides of the ball, and um, they came to they came to fight and they came to play. And for a little bit, I was I was a little worried. I got a, a chat with some Michigan guys, my roommates, and we're kind of texting back and forth, like, okay, what's what's going on here? I think at one point it was thirteen to ten, Maryland, um, but they have a really big test this week too with Iowa, and going to Iowa. And it's never a, a place that you want to play. Um, never a place that I've had success at playing there. I'm 0-2 against uh, against the Hawkeyes there, and um, it's going to be another big test. And I guess for the next you know eight weeks, it's going to be another test and another test and another test because it's all Big Ten play now, uh, leading up to that Ohio State game, which is going to be um, I think a, a, another another top five matchup. And uh, I'm excited to see that as well. But until then, they got to take care of of Iowa this this week, which is going to be a huge test. You kind of alluded to it. How big of a pain in the ass was it going into Iowa or playing them? I feel like every Iowa game is like that Broncos 49ers game we saw Sunday night where they're ending 11 to 10 or 5 to 3 or something like that. Those Kirk Ferentz teams, man, they're they're hard-nosed. It must be those black and gold colors. Yeah, I remember the first year I played there was 2013, and I think the wind chill was like negative 20. It was the coldest game I ever played in. And then my final year, 2016, uh, we lose them on a last-second field goal, um, and and really hurt our chances and and put us out of contention for the Big Ten championship. Um, and you know we we should we were favored to win both of those games, and uh, they stormed the field after that game in 2016, which added you know insult to the wound, and uh, it just was it just has not been a, a fun a fun experience for me in in uh, in Iowa. Yeah, I get it. I saw some tears start flowing down your eyes whenever I mentioned that. Man, <laughs> I had to hold it back, man. <laughs> man, the tone of this show got real real dreary on us. I was hoping that yeah. we could turn it back to Worms highlights uh, behind you. But listen, if it's uh, consolation, which I'm sure it is, you guys got revenge on Iowa as a team in the Big Ten Championship game last season, yeah. of course, prior to getting in the playoffs. All right, I got to ask this naturally as well. I'm sure you're keeping an eye still on what Ohio State is doing. A pretty big win on Saturday night in their own building against Wisconsin. Yeah, they uh, they're Ohio State, right? They're they're going to have um, a really good defense, really good uh, uh, receivers. They've had that for the, like you know for, for forever now, right? They have receivers and DBs, pass rushers, and, and now they have this quarterback that looks like he can be a top five pick whenever he decides to to enter the draft. So um, they have all the makings of being a, a really good uh, you know national champion contending team. Um, but I think so does Michigan this year. Um, so it's going to be a great battle at the end of the year, and that's probably going to determine a lot for both teams um, come the the weekend of Thanksgiving. All right, we hope your career doesn't end any, anytime soon, maybe another 15, 20 years on top of that. But whenever that's over, all you guys are looking at the next great Michigan analyst right there. I, I, firmly, <laughs> I firmly believe that, Jordan. I, I can see him on the Big Ten Network. I, I think uh, I think my wife's going to make me work at her uh, her clothing shop, which today is her third anniversary. Uh, That's awesome of being in business. Um, Offbeat Native had to had to put that little plug in there, 
Please. Um, it's three years. And uh, as a husband, I'm super proud of uh, what she's accomplished through having a baby, the pandemic, moving twice, and uh, just continuing to uh, inspire not only myself, but but other, you know, women that are looking to, to start businesses. So it's been, it's been a fun journey to, to see her grow and prosper. And if I'm not uh, being a stay at home dad, I'm probably packing orders with her uh, when football's over. So that, that's, that's probably gonna be my always job. on the clock. Yeah, no doubt. And I still, still haven't received a paycheck from her either. So uh, <laughs> well, I'm oh man, I'll tell you what, but yeah, man, uh, we, as always, we really appreciate you coming on. And uh, so we expect what, Three sacks and a victory on Sunday, correct? Yeah, like I said, just to shove it in my friends' faces. This is uh, the second time they came and visit, come and visited me. Once was in Baltimore when we played the Jets, and that, that was to clinch the AFC North title when we beat them at, at night. So this will be another uh, another great win once we get it. So yeah, what you have three friends coming out to you? What you did the one, two, three, and then yeah, I'm at home. So I need I need a half of one at least. Okay, there it is. I got you, man. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right, right man. Intro. For the Cougars. Yeah. Sorry, Zach. We're going to win this one. We're all right. You guys are tuned in. This is the Steelers Crazy Podcast. This is the Chris Wormley and Frenzo in Tangent with Yinzer Crazy. I'm JY. He's Mike. That's number 95 for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Good luck on Sunday. Here we go. Sammy, roll that thing, and we'll see you soon. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast Steelers Crazy on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.